0: You know, as we were praising the Lord, I kept thinking, Praise God. It's an old song, old school. Jesus loves me.
1: This I know. For the Bible tells me so. To him.
0: Coming out of a lifetime of secular music. Someone in the Baptist church heard that I sang, because I was still singing in the, the big club there in Nashville. Nashville. I had left LA. And, and um, but I I didn't know any songs. I just remembered the old Baptist songs. Jesus saves, Jesus saves. I know my Redeemer lives. Ooh. And, uh, and I remember when they asked me to sing, I, I just picked up my guitar and sat on a stool. Big church. That's all I sang. A girl came up to me afterwards, and she had been prostituting. And she said, You think he loves me? And I said, oh, I know he loves you. You're probably the reason I sang that song. We can't forget. He loves the world. I want you to get that. I want your kids to get that. I want your kids to weep over someone when they see him messing up. Weep instead of getting mad, but just weep. Go, oh, God. I want you to get that. As well as the running spirit and the shouting and the dancing in the Holy Ghost. Everything goes together. But I want you to get that. How many of you did not know Jesus loves me? Raise your hand. Everybody. The song. The song. Okay, because I didn't see very many lips moving. That's because you're singing in a lower register. Oh, but that's my key. I love it. <laughs> Men do that all the time. They would get up here and sing in their key, and we all of us girls have to sing in it, you know.
2: <laughs> but I'm here to tell you today is a great day of demonstration
1: oh, of yes, God's Jesus love for the world. Loves me. Wow, you, you want, want to, to sing it stratosphere? in that key? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody sing 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 it if you know Christ. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Hallelujah. I'm
0: a victor because He loves me. And I know I'm safe in His arms because I'm here. Oh, the rock of the land I know I'm complete in Him Who's the head of all principality and power I know I'm not alone I reign with Him And I know I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus I'm complete in the cross of the Lamb.
1: I know I walk with the grace. I'm in Christ
0: with Him. I'm hitting, Oh, I can do all things. My life Woo! is hidden in the King of
1: Kings.
0: Hallelujah! <laughs> you know what
2: today's about? Oh, I'll tell you what today's about. I heard this. Uh, just a couple of days ago, they were uh, talking about how they had these paratroopers. They had like eighteen hundred paratroopers that made a jump in Spain, and they hadn't done that since the last war in Europe. And the reason they did it, they were talking to one of the uh, generals or, or over there or what wasn't a general, but whoever was in charge, and he said, "We just wanted to join forces together and let the enemy see that we are well prepared Woo! to defend our." Freedom and that we wanted there to be a visible sign that we are well prepared and he will not be able to attack and destroy us. And when I heard it, I thought to myself, I'm going to church in Midland, Texas Sunday, and it is We're a living, again. living testimony to every power ruler of darkness that we are well prepared Prepared. to defend the freedom that (laughs) Jesus gave to us. And we are here and with every shout, with every tear, (laughs) with every prayer, we are putting on display that Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. That's what they did in Second Chronicles. And the Bible says that as they began to sing with one voice, that with one voice, the glory of God began to fill the house of God and the power and presence of God overwhelmed their natural ability and supernatural power took over. How many of you believe that glory is here? Oh! So that's what we'll do. It's Sunday
1: morning. This is real simple. You'll get it. Every praise is to our God. Every word of worship with one accord. One accord. Every praise. Every praise. Every praise is to our God. Sing hallelujah. Sing hallelujah to our God. Our God. Glory, hallelujah. Is to our God Every praise Every praise Come on Every praise Is to our God Oh, sing it, church, come on Every, every praise, praise Is to our God The Lord died in Christ Jesus, but it said me free. One more time, the Lord died be Christ Jesus. Ooh. the
0: devil. Oh the devil. Now, we don't have much time to stare at me, and you stare at us, and we stare at you, and I've never seen anything like that before. Yes, you have. Turn on, you know, anything. Anybody that gets anybody excited about in the world, we think they're cool. Just turn on the price is right. Oh, yeah.
2: If people think something good might happen but to I'm them, telling you, they
0: do all kinds of amazing things. But I'm telling you, he deserves Everything. Every ounce of breath you have was made to worship Him. Every fiber of your being was made to rejoice with Him. Yeah, I don't care if you do it over soccer, but don't give that more than you give Him. And some people say, oh, you're so strange. You're kind of different. I'm saying, oh, really? Do you think the cross was different? Do you think the resurrection was different? Should I give Him anything less than God's garden best? You say, but it's not my personality. Neither is it mine. I'd rather be at home right now or sitting back in there just watching somebody else. But God asked me to do this. And I said, God, please don't make me do it. Please don't make me do it. People stare at you. They look at you funny. Like you're just in some other world. And he says, you are in another world.
1: This little Southern
0: Baptist Pentecostal Jew.
2: Actually, it was Ray,
0: be, Roman Catholic, Lois, Southern Baptist. Should be Jewish, Southern Baptist, Pentecostal. Yeah, that's right. That My is, mother's Jewish. Y'all can I be seated. Hebrew. Go ahead, young, sit down. But I'm telling you, he deserves it all the time. We, we, we have dumbed, dumbed down the walk of life and the Bible to make it fit what we think instead of living out of the Bible and like the Bible. We live like the world. Yeah. Oh, it's different. We
2: let the world change the Bible and instead of letting the
0: Bible change the world.
2: <gasps> oh, but I think I'm in so a place. So all you
0: Baptists, all you Pentecostals, all you borderline evangelicals. <sighs> all you Catholics. <laughs> We're one. Yes. Yes, amen. That's what I love about the body of Christ. Amen, amen, I amen. love this church, and I know their hearts. Oh, I would sit under them any day. Wow! If I moved to Midland, is there a position here for me? Somewhere? <laughs> Can I be your associate? I'm just kidding. You. But I was weeping during praise this morning because I could see I could see his grandparents looking over the of life saying. He did it. He carried it on. They carry on. Your prayers avail much. You pray for your kids. You pray for your grandkids. They'll do it. They'll carry it on. Pray for somebody to come into their life if they get off track and bring them back home. So they'll carry it through and finish, finish, finish. Every generation has got to finish. Anyway, I know you want to share something. Go ahead. Oh, I wouldn't miss a service. Oh, God. Oh, God, my kids need something. Oh, God, I need to be healed of cancer. Oh, God, I need this. Oh, God. And then he sends in special people that flow in the gifts. Oh, God, I've got to get my kid to baseball or whatever. We had, we've had meetings. So many meetings have come. You guys, you can smile, you know. It's, unless, you're, unless you are in, in travail over something that's going on, I understand. I wept through all the praise. Because my heart, not for me, for others. Sometimes I'll run for others. Sometimes I'll dance in the Holy Ghost for others. Sometimes I'll sing for others. But then there goes a point in your life where you grow up and you do it. You understand? We're not babies. I mean, you know more than most people around um, other nations we've gone into. We've only gone into 20. That's not many, but maybe more than you. They're, they're praying that America would wake up. Well, I know people that are praying that America would wake up. They're praying and they don't got nothing. People calling me and texting me saying, we're praying you guys wake up. My, 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 my. Wake up. Walk through the mall. Walk through your schools. With your head up high Walk with a song in your heart Walk telling people that you love them Walk around talking to people Don't be inward I, I know you. I know I have to do that I make myself do that I make myself smile at them I make, my, I make myself Because when it's all said and done And it's over People come up to me and go What is it about you? I go, you really want to know? It's Christ Do you know him? Do you know him? Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But anyway, we cry and we say, God, my children need this. And there was a girl. This happens a lot in our services. Uh, the people have games and our, our, our meetings go on on Monday night and they have games. And one little boy said, Daddy, he said, I don't want to go to the game. I don't want to miss the glory. And his dad was the coach. And the next night they were back in the service. One little girl was out on the baseball field playing because her parents, they promised they would be in the ba- on, on soccer or whatever they were doing. Uh, this was just recently. And, uh, and she said, well, honey, we have to, we've committed to this and we have to go. Which I'm wondering, why would they commit in the first place? But anyway, so my mother, I mean, my Southern Baptist Jewish Pentecostal mother said, if anything's going on at church, we're there. In other words, we have to take back
2: our lives. In other words, we have to give a witness... <laughs> To the enemy that we are prepared and ready to defend, and we
0: will declare his defeat. uh, Anyway, anyway, everybody's different. And so, uh, that's what my mother said. Everybody's different, Cindy. Everybody's different. That's why you need to sing all kinds of songs. Sing the old hymns. Sing a little bit of country. Sing a little bit of... Everybody's different, and you'll hit everybody with something. Anyway... So um, so what happened is that she was out in the field. She came back and she ran to her mother. And she said, Mom, I'm supposed to be at that meeting. I'm supposed to be at that meeting. Her mother said, Honey, but we told these people. We can't go to the meeting. I'm sure her mother thought of something right then when she said that. When she saw her daughter running off the field. She goes back out in the field. Then she runs back in and she says, Mom, i got to get to that meeting. She walked in just in time when I was laying hands on all the kids. And she came down front. I didn't, Unbeknownst to me, I didn't know. And the glory saturated that little girl. The presence of God. She began to weep. In His presence, and just shook under the glory. She fell out in the spirit, and there was a word of God. Listen, I don't mind you clapping, but I'd rather you lift your voice and lift your hands. And then there was a word. There was a. There was a. There was a word of God for her. A word of God for her. A word of God for her, and she just knew something was going on at the church that I had to get to. You gotta get. You gotta get that in your spirit. It's got to be something I've got to do. I've got to get there. I've got to tell them. It's something that. It's like a fire shut up in your bones. Go ahead, Lois. Go ahead. Go ahead. We've only got till three. It. Yeah, we've only got till three. But now, if you, if yeah, but if you don't come back to the meetings, you stay till three. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. My mom was coming out at me, and she, young lady, I said, okay, praise, the, praise Lord. the Lord. We need some of that today, don't you think? Hallelujah.
2: Corey Tin Boom wrote a book called Marching Orders for the End Battle. How many of you know who Corey Tin Boom was? If you don't know who she was, do yourself a favor and find some of her books. Read some of her books. She went through the Holocaust and lost all of her family to betrayal and and just uh, the the persecution that came uh, through the Holocaust. And she took up the cause that her sister wanted to have, which was to tell the world of victory and love in Jesus. And her sister told her before she died, we'll tell them and they'll believe us because of what we've been through. And she spent, it was her latter years from the time I think she was in her late 50s to her late 80s that she traveled the world and told the story of no matter how deep the pit is that you're in, the love of God is deeper. And he can take you out. But this is a great book because she talks in here very much a a lot about the necessity for the gifts of the Spirit and the supernatural in the end times. Not many people knew that she was also filled with the Spirit. And spoke with other tongues. But one thing she said in here concerning what we are talking about this morning. She said, uh, the kingdom of God, uh, nobody can serve two masters. You either serve one or the other. The decisions are becoming clear cut. But we have this great comfort that God has shown us that he has a plan for this world. He has no problems, only plans." That is why there is never no panic in heaven. Oh, y'all just don't see it, do you? Y'all are sitting there quiet thinking about all the problems and God is trying to get you to understand and see his plan. That's why he's not panicking about what you're panicking about because he has a plan. And his plan is greater than your problem. And if, if a lady who spent and lost her whole family to betrayal and, and the, the concentration camps of Nazi Germany and could go back and take the very soldiers and uh, people who uh, were responsible for killing her sister and embrace them with the love of God, you think you need to listen to what she's saying? just helps me to know that somebody was able to walk through a few things because they saw the truth of what I, what I am investing my life in and they saw the truth of that and it took them all the way through and it'll do the same thing for you and the devil's best hope is that you will never believe that. That's his best hope. He's fully aware of his defeat. But he would like to keep you totally ignorant of it. And every time you come together with a shout of praise, even when you feel so weak, but you shout about being strong in the Lord, every time you do that, I'm here to tell you, he sees right there a demonstration of his failure and your victory. You think that's what this is about? I'm here to tell you. And I know sometimes life makes you want to cry. I'm sure it made Corey Tim Boone want to cry when her sister died in her arms. But she said, her sister told her, No hate, Corey. No hate. Why? Because she knew the source of that destruction. And she knew the source of her release from that destruction. No hate. And so instead of spending the next 35 years Crying in an insane asylum somewhere Over all the suffering that she had She was out speaking to others Of the freedom and victory that she had Because the love of God was greater Than all the problems that sin ever brought to her life Oh glory to God And I'm here to tell you We got some great witnesses of God's redeeming power today So don't let the things of this world shut you up. Uh, uh, The the power of what God has put together for these last days is just, uh, it's actually the closest you get to to understanding it is in Ephesians chapter 1 when he says concerning trying to describe what happened there. I'm just going to read verse 19. He says, what is the exceeding greatness of his power, speaking of God, Toward us, speaking of you, toward us who believe according... You say, how great is God's power toward me? Uh, I believe. How great is it? He said, it's exceedingly great. But then he tells you uh, the reason... You know, sometimes people think you just use words like that because, you know, you just want to try to, you know... Amplify what you're preaching But no God's not trying to use words To amplify what he's saying He's trying to use words That can contain the greatness Of what he has done And he says it's exceeding You know what excessive means You know if somebody is an Excessive prayer that means they just Pray more than you do (laughs) If they're an excessive giver Well (laughs) Mark it down They give more than you do. Now, I'm leaving next week, so y'all come back. But anyway, but so, but what God is trying to say is no matter what anybody else has ever done, what he has done is greater. Just plain English TV language. He's saying nobody's done what I've done. Nobody. Nobody. Exceeding greatness of his power Actually other translations say How overwhelmingly great Listen, Just listen, listen to these different translations I mean you want to talk about 4K LED Looking at something He says how vast are the resources of his power How unlimited is his power To us who have faith The superabounding greatness Of his inherent power Toward us who believe how immeasurable is his power? How overwhelmingly great is his power? How the gigantic power behind all of this. And then he says the exceeding greatness of power toward us who believe. And then he says, it's only measured or it's according to The working of his mighty power Which he worked in Christ When he raised him from the dead How very great Listen to this This is a good news Bible How very great is his power At work in us who believe This power Working in us Is the same As the mighty strength Which he used When he raised Christ from the dead and seated him as his his right hand in the heavenly world. That's why we say the law of life in Christ Jesus makes us free from the law of sin and death. The law of life. It is the same mighty power that god used in christ when he raised him from the dead and that power is at work in you now that's enough to make you want to you know just you know hogtie the devil the very same power that raised Christ. Now you say, why is that important? Because that power demonstrated the defeat of all the work of the enemy. Everything that sin caused, it released Christ from that power. And the truth is, it released you from that power. When you put faith in God, you have access to the same Power and authority that, dis- that defeated your enemy of your soul. Defeated everything he caused and everything that's ever touched your life. The touch of God has exceeded it.
1: Wow.
2: Woo! Now I'm telling you, that is the story that made every disciple of Jesus Christ follow him to the last day he breathed. That story right there made them, but they were not just endowed with their own ability to demonstrate this power. They were endowed with supernatural ability and so are you. We have a supernatural gospel. that that has caused us to have a supernatural new birth and has given us supernatural ability to demonstrate a supernatural reality that causes us to go right straight to heaven when we leave this body. Because the life that we have is heavenly life. You don't don't really die when when you leave this body. Your body dies. But you just go to your home. You're just going home. You think you go home today and have, you know, your your dinner and nap. But I'm here to tell you, you're not home yet. But you are endowed with the very same power that will take you home one day. It's called the very life of God. Now, this power has a purpose on this earth that the enemy is well aware of. And so... Uh, So I'm just going to, what time is it here? Okay, I see what time it is. And so uh, I'm going to, this morning, I want to reference something in the Word of God that will help you to understand exactly why sometimes life's uh, 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 situations cause you to, To to have difficulties or obstacles That would If you don't know and remember What I just told you Their whole purpose Is to cause you to quit Their whole purpose Is to cause you to stop Just remember this Finishing the work of God Is what every Fight of faith In your life is about Finishing Finishing I'm talking about moving because the power of God and your faith in God is causing you to move in a direction that otherwise you would never go. It causes you to to not only be forgiven, but to forgive. Let me just tell you something. The closest you'll ever get to the reality of the power of the work of the cross of Christ, the closest you'll ever get to it, Is when you're able to forgive. You think it's when you know you're forgiven. No, no. It's when you're able to give what you have freely received. That's the greatest evidence that you know you got it. The very same power. That raised Christ from the dead Because he hung on the cross Because God so loved the world That he gave his only begotten son That anyone who believes in him Would not perish But have everlasting life And the last words Jesus uttered And every person who followed him Who died a martyr's death We have recorded in the Bible Father, forgive them Forgive them Hallelujah Hallelujah And so today, I don't care what life has done, what kind of difficulty it's given you. Maybe even made you have to change the plan. Made, Made you have to go in a different direction. Just remember this. If you got your faith in God, you're not going down. You're going up. And you will not be... a a victim, you will be a victor if you remember this. And this is how the word of God uh, I love how In the word of God, Paul was talking to the church in Thessalonica And he talks to them Now I'm just going to give you a few of these scriptures very briefly Because uh, I want you to see He's writing to the church of the Lord Jesus Christ The evidence that Jesus is alive on the earth today And every time we meet together And assemble together as the body of Christ You understand, you really don't know what Jesus is doing on the earth Earth today unless you are a part of his body, the local church. Everything else is just theory to you. But when you walk into a, a, the, the house of God that you've been called to, it's not just a natural thing. It's a supernatural work of God that causes you to be joined together into the body of Christ and demonstrate exactly what Jesus is doing on the earth today. Takes the church to do that I got all kinds of scriptures I could give you on that But just, if you don't know Get my book called together It'll help you with that Because it'll help you to be a I mean, you would be a living demonstration Of the defeat of the devil That's what we're doing today But so, Paul went to the church in Thessalonica and he told them in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 5, our gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in power, in the Holy Ghost and in much assurance. And you became followers of us and of the Lord and received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Ghost. You say, I don't understand these churches that like to be happy in the Holy Ghost. just following the pattern. We're just, you know, reading the script and acting out our part. We are. He's talking to the church in Thessalonica and he said, I came to you with uh, uh, empower the Holy Ghost in much assurance and you received the word. He said, now I know you had much difficulty. There were many things in Thessalonica. The church in Thessalonica, how many of you remember the reason he went to Thessalonica is because he had a dream. You remember in Acts chapter 15, the Bible says that Paul and Silas, they were on their way to one place, but they ended up, and actually as they were going to these places, you can read it in Acts chapter, uh, 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 I'm sorry, verse uh, chapter 16, that as they uh, went to these places, it says in verse 5, the churches were strengthened in the faith and increased daily. In other words, they were on a, a, a they had a, a map from the Holy Ghost that was the plan of God, and it causes the churches to be strengthened and to be increased. Woo! I'm, tell, I'm here to tell you, God has a plan this hour. No problems, only plans. So we are not in panic mode. We are in church mode. And so as they were going about doing this, it says that the Holy Ghost told them to go a different direction. And I won't read it all because I don't know. I I see what time it is. But a man from Macedonia said, come over here and help us. And so they started going toward Macedonia. And in uh, Acts chapter 16, the first place they get to is Philippi. And as they get to Philippi, they meet a a woman named Lydia. And then her whole house uh, uh, gets born again. And then they're going on the streets. And there's a fortune teller, and they meet this fortune teller. And and Paul turns around and he looks at this fortune teller one day and he says, Come out of her, you unclean spirit. He casts the devil out of her. Supernatural resources. Aren't you glad? He didn't just know how to preach. He knew that there was power in his preaching. The same power that raised Christ from the dead. And he thought, I got to demonstrate this power. It's working in me. It's resurrection power. And so he said, come out of her, you unclean spirit. And you say, what happened next? Oh, they had a revival. But not without conflict. Oh yeah, they had a revival. But before they had the revival the Bible says in Acts chapter 16 that the men who were making money off of this fortune teller, there are people today who will take what God has given you Uh, uh, they will take your life and try to shape your life and use your life for purposes that will cause the work of darkness to take a hold of you and they'll do it for the purpose of just their own gain but God will come and he'll touch your life and release you from all of that and cause you to be set free. But you know, people who want to keep making money off of the wrong things, and there's plenty of them today, don't really like it when those things get hindered. Don't really like it when their bars are not well, uh, you know, uh, that, that, you know that, that people don't go as much. Don't really like it when they're not looking at their pornographic material. Don't really like it. And so they fight against those who are uh, trying to uh, set people free from darkness. But see, let's watch what happened here. They fought against Paul and Silas. I'm just telling you the stories so it'll go a little faster. Y'all like that? <laughs> And so they fought against them. The Bible says they took them into the public place. They stripped them, humiliated them publicly, beat them. And then they threw them in jail in a dark place. They thought they'd never hear from them again. And that is exactly what the difficulties of this life are all about. Putting you in a dark place. Where you are hurt Where you've been beat Where you've been embarrassed And hoping you'll never be heard from again But the Bible says at midnight Now some of y'all have heard this scripture before At midnight, I love what it says in verse 25 of Acts 16 Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you a little, you know, tell you, show you kind of the end of the story. This is what caused them to get to Thessalonica. And when they got there, they gave them the word with uh, power, much conviction, and the Holy Ghost. These guys had just come from this event when they arrived in Thessalonica. Fresh stripes on their back, humiliated in the natural, and yet they took a word from God and plowed right through the destruction that sin and the devil brought to their life and just moved on past the difficulty move on down the road you might have caused me to have reached a place where i had some difficulty but you are not my lord and so they but there was a
0: reason I want a brother to play the organ There
2: was a reason There was a reason They were able to get to the place in Thessalonica Let me read this In Thessalonica not only it says They brought the word with much uh, uh, power in the Holy Ghost And much assurance And the church in Thessalonica Remember this was a divine dream from God How many of you have ever had a dream from God? You say, how many of you have held on to it? Had some difficulties in life, but you held on to it. you got to hold on to the dream of God. If life can take it away from you, it will. But they had a dream from God And they held on to it And the proof that they held on to it Is in 1 Thessalonians chapter uh, 2 uh, When it says And actually when he gets over In 1 Thessalonians Where is it where he said uh, "In uh, You received the word from us uh, With much affliction And he says Where is that where he talks about uh, Oh no, hang on here for a minute Oh here it is 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 2 He said Even after we suffered before We were shamefully treated Treated, as you know, at Philippi. That's what he's talking about. He said, We were shamefully treated there, but. We, as you know, we were bold in our God to speak to you the gospel, uh, the gospel of God with much contention. The message Bible says, we had been given rough treatment in Philippi, as you know, but that didn't slow us down. We were sure of ourselves in God and went right ahead, set our peace, presenting God's message to you, defiant of the opposition. Hey, I like that. In other words, so here, this is how they did it. So get back to Acts 16. This is how they did it. But at midnight, Paul and Silas began to sing, uh, pray and sing hymns, uh, uh, songs to God. And it says, "And, and the prisoners were listening to them. Oh, you think Paul and Silas felt like singing? I don't really know. But I know sometimes when you start praying... It'll cause you to get in the spirit. And in the spirit It's a lifting power And all the troubles and difficulties In the flesh No longer are dictating your responses But your responses are dictated By the very same power That raised Christ from the dead And I just believe Because of what I read in First Thessalonians That they got a more aware Of the resurrection power of God Than they did the embarrassing humility Defeat that it looked like they were just right in the middle of And they began to sing And the prisoners heard them And as they began to sing You can read the rest of the story It says the whole jailhouse started moving And the purpose of the move of God Was so that every prisoner's chain would fall off I said the purpose of the move. Literally, God began to move in that jailhouse. Remember, this is right in the middle of them having a bad day. When God sent them a certain way, it's a, 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 a they're in the middle of a of what you would call. Well, actually, Paul calls it. If you read in First Thessalonians, he goes on and he says Satan hindered us. He said we were being hindered. He said, hindered, you know, one Bible translator says it re- literally means that you have to change your course or uh, it's when, when, when your uh, uh, obstacles or barriers are put in your path and you have to change your course. Well, here's Paul and Silas. They're on their way to Thessalonica, but they get thrown in jail. So what do they do? It had to change their course, but it didn't change their song. I said, trouble might change your course, but don't let it change your song and they began to sing and it must have been a song of deliverance because that's exactly what happened, everybody in the whole jailhouse got set free, their chains came off the jailer and his family gets born again because Paul and Silas are there and they said what must we do to be saved and he said believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved and your household, in other words this is not just something we're trying to walk through life and tell You, what God's done, we're here to let what God's done in us happen to you. Come on, man. That's the point. Do you understand? So now I'm here to tell you, y'all, sitting there, we are on the verge. You look good, we are on the verge. We want to mess you up. We know we are on the verge of a jailhouse break. Did you hear me? We are on the verge I'm glad you're excited I'm glad you like it It'd be terrible if you didn't But We
1: are on the verge of a jailhouse
2: break. You know what happens when times of revival happen? It's because the people of God refuse to give up their song. They refuse to give up their faith. And I don't care if you're in the middle of a dark pit. You began to look again and sing to the one who delivers you. And when you start crying out to him, he doesn't just deliver you. He delivers the whole jailhouse.
1: Praise the Lord. Glory,
2: glory. I have so much more I'd like to say. Lord, we're going to finish it. I'll finish it tonight. Okay, go on. But I'm here to tell you, church. Let me just tell you the reason the devil hinders you is because he's afraid of you. He hopes you'll never take back, take hold of your faith in God. He hopes that when you're hurting, you won't lift up a song of healing. He hopes that when you are overcome by sadness, you'll never lift up a song of joy again. Because he knows, he knows that when you start lifting up your voice, that power that raised Christ from the dead, that's at work in you, not only will demonstrate your victory and your freedom. But it'll show the world. And I'm here to tell you, my brothers and sisters, Christ Christ in you is the hope
0: of the world. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, we thank you. I wrote this song over 30 years ago. We didn't know it would go around the nations in French and English in many countries. But I think it says it all.
1: The life I'm living
0: Is no longer my life It's Christ living in me He's
1: living in me There's a song of the Lord Sung in the hearts of those redeemed by His blood,
3: by His
1: precious blood. Christ in you is the hope of the world. Didn't shine. Christ. It's Christ. Give me living in me. Que le moi. He lives
0: in me. Merci, Jésus, pour ma vie vie.
1: Thank you
2: Jesus for my new life.
1: To God, bow your heads and close your eyes for just a moment. I want to ask you a question.
2: If you don't, please remain standing if you can. This is an important time, it's a decision time. You know, it's when you hear the Word of God, it's not when you're blessed, it's what you decide to do with the Word of God. That's what the Bible says you're blessed. And so right now I want to ask you, if you're here this morning and you say, I've never made Jesus Christ the Lord of my life. He is not my Savior. He is the Savior of the world. But when he becomes your Savior is when you get to actually receive what he has freely given. And maybe you're here this morning and you've never had the opportunity. I talk to people all the time. They've never been to church before. And I'm always asking them to come. I can't. Many times they'll say, No, I've never been. Maybe you live in a place you think everybody knows, but I'm telling you they don't. And it's our job and it's our privilege to tell them Jesus loves you, He changes your life.
0: Yes, He does.
2: And because He changes your life, He'll change everybody's life that ever gets affected by your life. Or maybe you're here this morning and Jesus is your Lord. But nobody could tell it by what you decide to do. If what you decide to do hinders your ability to let others see Jesus in you. It's your day to change that choice. Thank God because Jesus is the resurrection and his power is in you. You have the power to change that choice. And today is the day. You want to do that. Oh, believe me. You go from hearing a story to having a story when you make that choice. Or maybe you're here today and you are born again. You're living for God. But you've never been filled with the Spirit. You don't speak in other tongues. Let me tell you. Jesus' last words to his people were to be filled endowed with the power. Don't leave here, he said, till you are clothed with the power of God. And this is the day for you to receive. Jesus not only went to the right hand of the Father so you could be set free from sin, he went to the right hand of the Father so that you would have the power of God in demonstration. And that comes, the Bible says, by the gift of the Holy Spirit. The infilling of the Holy Spirit. Speaking to God. Oh, I love to pray in other tongues. You think we would feel equipped for what God, the supernatural job, without being aware of a supernatural power. That's what the filling of the Holy Spirit will do for you. Or maybe you're here and you are born again and you are filled with the Spirit. And you have been living for God but you let go of the dream that God gave you. And today you realize where the devil tried to put you and you decided you're going to get out of jail. Do you know what I'm saying? Coming out of that dark place. Oh, it's not your last day. It's his last day of giving you and, ch- and making your life what he wants it to be. I'm talking about the devil. And it's your fresh beginning of living the dream of God. I know God's got preachers. I know he's got missionaries. I know he's got evangelists who've let go of the dream. And I'm not just talking about that other things too. But you've let go of it because of the difficulties that the uh, life has brought to you. But I'm here to tell you it's time to pick a back up. And you don't come out by yourself, my brothers and sisters. The move of God causes others to be free too. So I'm going to ask you to do something for me right now. If you're here this morning and you don't know if the person beside you is born again or filled with the Spirit, you don't know, I'm asking you to do just what Jesus asked you to do. Go into all the world and tell everybody the good news. I'm just going to ask you, if you would just simply ask them, would you like to receive today? And if they say yes, say, I'll go with you. So nobody goes alone. And so today can be a day, a great day of a demonstration of God's power at work in you. So this morning, that's what we're going to do right now. If you want to, you can slip out of your chair at any time. You don't have to wait. you want to be born again? You want to come back to God? You want to be filled with the Spirit? You want to, you say, do I have to be public? You know, every time Jesus called someone, he called them publicly. Every time. You say, why? Bring them to me. Because public, going public causes not only you to be able to say, Jesus did this for me but it causes others to know they can do it for them. He can do it for them. All right, so let's sing this song and let you know it, Amazing Grace, and you come.
1: Amazing grace, how sweet. Anybody at all? Just get out of your chair, come on. Let's sing. Come on. back on me.
3: We hope you've enjoyed this message by Lois Toucher and Cindy Duval. For more information about Shekinah Glory Ministries, log on to our website at www.shekinahglory.com. There you'll find our entire catalog of teaching materials, music CDs, and books, all available for online purchase. Be sure to subscribe to our mailing list in order to receive newsletter and email updates of ongoing ministry projects. The website also offers our daily devotional, testimonies, and updates from the road, as well as our ministry itinerary, so you can stay connected and pray for us as we travel throughout the United States and overseas. Thank you and God bless you for your support of Shekinah Glory Ministries. We couldn't do what we do without your help, strengthening the church, reaching the world, and helping believers learn who they are in Christ. Truly the knowledge of the glory of the Lord shall fill all the earth. This is Ray Toucher speaking for Shekinah Glory Ministries. Thank you and God bless you.